This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is The Sound of Now on Joy 94.9. Hey, it's Triana Butler. Thank you for being here for the podcast. This week, I was able to have an extended conversation with US artist Morgan. Their brand new EP is called Meridian Volume 1. And yes, there is a Meridian Volume 2 on the way. So we had such a, a wide-ranging conversation, everything from gatekeeping in queer spaces through to the creative process and the incredible year that they've just lived through. Here it is, my extended conversation with Morgan. Morgan, thank you so much for your time today. It's so great to chat with you. Congrats on the new EP. Thank you. It's so beautiful to be here. Take me back to the day the world shut down. I know this feels really a terrible way to start when we, you know, just let's start by relieving all of the trauma, but it's a big moment in your story. It's a very important setup for what then happened next for you. Yeah. I mean, so I'm, uh, I was in Barcelona because I was celebrating my birthday because I'm a Pisces. Mm -hmm. So I'm sensitive and clever and emotional anyways. And single anyways, no, Stop. Okay. Anyways, okay, so this is now dating with Morgan. <laughs> this is now a matchmaker service. It's fine. Um, so I'm in Barcelona and they're like, they basically are like LA is shutting down. And so is Barcelona. And I was like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't help me. And they were like, you need to go, you need to go back because if you wait like two days, they might not let you in. That's what, you know, that's what was happening. It was also, did you all have like Tiger King? Was that happening there as Tiger well? Tiger King was in that era, yeah. Okay, so this was the era of um, panic buying toilet paper and Tiger King, right? <laughs> and I come back to LA and I quarantine. And basically the sequence of events are um, my label that I was with at the time. We're, we're like, we are going our separate ways. We're releasing you. We're not working together anymore. And while that was also happening, my phone started like blowing up because uh, apparently Billie Eilish had tweeted about me that my song Home was one of her inspirations for her song Bad Guy. Don't know if you heard it. Yeah, yeah it's and, a, little, a little bit of a hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like experiencing this like really low day and this really high moment like at the exact same time and i was like okay well this is crazy how you know how do you hold what hurts was the sort of like emotional uh sort of vibration i was feeling at that time that was like how do you make space for like good and bad and panic and fear and terror and all of these things like the exact same time you know and I basically just leaned into it and was like, I'm going to I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants and I'm going to like put out the music that I want to put out. You know, I'm going to start by this song Wonder and ask my fans to like make a video with me. And it was like early quarantine and people just sent in all these beautiful videos of all different shapes and sizes and colors and beings and expressions and genders and this beautiful sort of cornucopia of human 
expression, you know? And so while the world was shutting down, I was actually like diving further into my own like sort of meridian of, you know, expression and sort of just like following the carrot wherever it went. And that was kind of like this EP Meridian volume one is sort of like in a way it became the thing that by waking up every day and working on this EP, it was like, I have a reason to get up, you know, because there were days in this pandemic and, and still, I think we have to acknowledge it. There are days where it's like, I'm not even sure what's getting me up and motivating me to keep going. But these songs were like my anchor as I was like navigating this insane year. So honestly, it's kind of a perfect moment to ask me like what was happening a year ago, basically a little over a year ago, because two weeks ago, what I was doing was that I went skydiving for the first time. And, and that was like a perfect metaphor of like, you've been in quarantine, you've been at home, you've been like stuck, you've been wondering what's happening. Now there's losing myself. And there's this like, there's this like literal, like, I don't really know what's on the other. I'm getting chills. Like, I don't really know what's on the other side of of us opening up. But the metaphor of jumping literally, not even jumping, it's literally falling out of an airplane. If you've never done it, get supervision and do it. But it's like you're falling out of the sky and it's like it felt like um, freedom. It felt like bliss. It felt like um it felt magical and it was uh, there's so many metaphors to skydiving because there was like, there was literally like this moment where it was like, I'm not even, I'm not concerned with what my body, this is something I struggle with a lot, to be honest, is what my body looks like when you hold it up against like other men or other like celebrity people where it's like, there's this like culture of like perfection. And especially I sometimes definitely see it within the queer community. And and sometimes I see it in the male community in a way that people are so afraid to talk about, you know, there's like all this body positivity for women. And then, and then when you center into the male leaning section, it's like to talk about it is hard and to talk about it is, is there's almost no language for it. But when you're falling from the sky, your body is, you're not too fat. You're not too round. You're not too anything. You're literally like a, you're literally perfect. You are whole. You are a beautiful creation of humanity. And I don't know, it was just the perfect metaphor for this time and me in this moment. Well, that's all the time we've got for the entire, <laughs> I'm totally joking. Uh, that is, that is incredibly powerful. Um, uh, and I want to look, we, let's go back to Meridian, first of all, because that's the name of the EP. That is yeah. an incredibly powerful word for a pop era. I know there is a volume one out now and there's a volume two still to come. Tell me, talk me through Meridian and the meaning behind that. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually think that like the idea of um, how things flow is sort of um, an important idea for me. I mean, losing myself has this... Um, admission that sometimes you have to sort of like fall apart before you can like start to put it back together, you know? And 
I sometimes think that like if you are a a sailor at sea and you are on this ship and you're going, it's like, what are your lighthouses? Like, what is the what are the things that are helping you navigate these like weird stormy seas? I'm such a Pisces. Wow. Um, (laughs) But but these these songs were sort of how I navigated this time and space and meridian you know i think there are many meanings for it but the one that i'm fascinated by is meridians being these like channels in the body where energy flows but then if you feel stuck or if you feel like um your energy is not flowing you can like you know you can do acupuncture which i got really into this year and like you can do you know Uh, there's like chakras and things you can sort of like lean into. And it's like, how are you opening up these sort of like pathways in your body, in your mind, you know, in society, there's so many layers. And I really do. I know I went on a total tangent about like falling through the sky and, and being like not aware or ashamed of your body. I think there's something to uh, Meridian. That's like sometimes society has these like boxes that they want to put you in. There's like, you're like, you want to talk about music and I want to talk about society and it's fine. But you know, there's talk about society with you. Let's go into this. There's, there's a great uh, trans activist and writer, Alok, who, if you follow them on Instagram, they have this great speech about queer space where it's like, there are some times where queer people, when you fit like a perfect, fierce, polished aesthetic there's like there's a box for that you know and then if you fall into the category of mess or of like of a construct that doesn't have a box it's almost like society even queer society doesn't know what to do with you and i you can quote me here i really identify with my mess like i really identify with like the edges of myself that don't fit you know what i mean and i feel like Meridian is also a a word that includes the flow of energy in a way that is totally outside of a box. And and I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So how has been that process? I mean, when you get dropped from the label, that's got to be a a process of feeling like what you're doing, like your flow has stopped and like, it's not going to happen. But then you come through lockdown, you come through the last year that we've been through and it feels like you're flowing again. What was that process for you? Wow. Um, I think there's a lot of preconceived notions about how music is supposed to be. You know, and even with like, uh, you know, more and more great queer artists like coming, you know, coming out, it's also like sometimes there are systems and structures that just go against the sort of like natural expression that I was starting to have and that I was starting to feel while I was on the label where it was like, I want to do this. And they were like, no, you know, like well, what do you mean? Like, no, I'm, I'm trying to like express myself. And they're like, you know, no. And see, I've never I grew- that. Like if they hire someone to paint, why would you take the brushes out of the painter's hands? Well, you're literally talking about a, um, you're, you're talking about a system that's not really meant to hold 
that. You know what I mean? There's like, but I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, you know, uh, totally admiring and and around the idea of the music industry. But I, I, my family was not in music at all. I didn't have any family like in a creative thing. I was like the, the weird kid who like loved to sing and you have a preconceived notion of how it's supposed to go. So getting dropped by my label was a total um, disappointment and a, and a, and a fear set in and a, and a, in, in my own words, I wonder, I wonder if anyone will hear this, you know, like, will anyone hear this music? But then, you know, it's 2021, you know, and you can't really silence, you can't silence me, you know, and there's something very empowering to the thought that like this EP, Meridian Volume 1, this thing that helped me find my flow again, was also the thing that the label didn't want to put out. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, no, 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 this matters to me. This is my voice. This is my the heart. These are my words. And this is what I am trying to say. And you may say that we're not, we're not behind it. We're not doing it. And you may drop me. But at the same moment that Billie Eilish tweeted about me, this song that also I fought very hard to get out, the label did not want me to add a choir. There's so many things that I could just like go on and on about. But these things that I was like fighting for, it's like, okay, well, now I don't have anybody telling me you can't. So instead, I'm going to find myself. You got to lose yourself to find yourself. And I'm just going to like jump out of a plane and go for it. You know what I mean? And it's 2021. So many magical things can happen. I can't even tell you about something magical that's about to happen that's totally out of this world. And I'm never going to tell until it happens. That is, well, it's interesting that you mentioned creativity and the idea of being able to express whatever you want and to to be whoever you want. Because for people who are creative, we know that there is a space where if there are no limitations to what you can create, that's almost scarier because there are so many possibilities that you don't know how to make sense of it. So how do you then go from having all of those limitations and this is what you absolutely cannot do to suddenly sky's the limit and there are so many ideas. How do you funnel those ideas into what you want it to be? I I, mean, I really think that that's a great question that I won't even pretend to be an expert on and have the answer, but, well, it was more but I think in terms of your own experience, I think, yeah, I think the, the, the question leads me to a sort of investigation and it's sort of like, you know, well, how do you get there? One step at a time, you know, you recognize where, where institutions that are supposed to uphold the utmost of creativity or the utmost of expression might actually be falling completely short, you know? And by might actually, I mean, they are, you know, I, like you, you, you see the sort of like um, individual expression that's possible everywhere you look when you're walking outside and you say, well, somebody may have told me that I don't fit some sort of perfect box, but you know what? 
I'm walking down the street and I see that person wearing whatever they want. And I see this person wearing whatever they want. And I see this person and we're not causing harm. So, so maybe you were telling me, this is a total meditation on, on, on what it is to be told which, which level of expression is, is okay. But you basically look around you and you say, okay, I think that the, the institutions that were meant to uphold the, the cornucopia of society are actually just kind of cutting it off at the knee and, or honestly cutting it off at the, at the hairline. I don't even know. They're just like, they're literally just like, well, if it fits our version of expression, that will be fine. But like, but like I'm a gay queer man from the South of America, you know, I was often told that that who I am doesn't fit the box. And then when you come out and you're told, well, now you're out, but your out doesn't fit the mold of the out box. And you're like, wait a second, maybe the whole construct is made up. Maybe the whole thing is somebody else telling you what they think they're comfortable with. And then you just, you know, find your own meridians in your life and you keep on going, you know? And that's what I, that's where I am right now. We're chatting with Morgan with a silent X. Their brand new EP is called Meridian Volume 1. There is such a sense of not just freedom, but also wanting to be a better person that runs right throughout this whole EP, especially in songs like Porcelain that, oh, that's, that is a moment right there. Um, how does mm. that sense of, I really get that sense of wanting to be better as a person. Has that come through you know, the last year of being in lockdown and having to meditate on who you want to be? Great questions that you are asking. I really appreciate the, 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 the points that you're bringing up. Um, I mean, I am always fascinated by the human spirit, you know, like the, the, the ability to be knocked down and not just to get back up, but like to keep walking, you know what I mean? And this isn't just the last year of my life. This is like my entire life, you know, like for every person who ever told me that my voice was too high or that my body was too fat or that like, you know, I'm not beautiful enough, whatever, whatever version of I'm not enough or that I'm somehow broken in some way there's a million people out there who silently struggle with the idea that, that they don't feel like they are worthy of like love and expression and all of this. And porcelain is like, you know, I grew up and I loved Superman, right? This indestructible, perfect superhero thing. And now as an adult, I realize that's so impossible to love this like perfect version of a person and for that to be your ideal because honestly i feel like i could break at any minute but yet i still show up and that's the kind of hero that's the porcelain the character in the music video porcy is this character who like might break and might get spit on and might you know be wounded by you know the the words of his bully peers or whatever but yet they still show up day after day. Those are like the true heroes to me. So 
you know, was it the last year? I think the last year gave me a lot, a lot, a lot of reflection over like what it means to be human and what it means to be resilient and what it means to be honest and what it means to keep going even when, especially when people tell you that you might just, it might be time to quit. You didn't quit. And I love that. Uh, where are we? Uh, and I've also completely lost myself now that I've done that. Um, Can't keep losing myself. <laughs> Can't keep losing myself. All right, let's talk about losing myself then. Let's go there. Cause that's the essence of it, right? Yeah. I, I think that, um, well, I knew I wanted to start the first EP with losing myself because I think it's a, an important admission to the end of 2019. I was broken. Like I was worn out, worn down, tired. And I had been touring for like two years nonstop and everything that I was trying to like muster up I was like fighting with the label in order to like try to like get more music out. I had put out like one song and, you know, was told like this video isn't good enough. You have to redo it. You know, it was just this total fight and I was tired and I was like, but music is my dream. Like I, I, all I want to do is make music and share it. But this system that I was in at the time was just like, it was, I was, I was, I don't have any other way to say it, but I was broken. And it's, I think an important admission that like, you know, taking a step back and looking at losing myself into porcelain, into reframe, into mood swing, into how do you hold what hurts is kind of the journey that I, that I took from 2019 to this moment is just sort of like admitting where I was finding a way to embrace the broken parts, finding a way to reframe, you know, sort of everything that was happening and, and flowing with the insanity that was 2020, you know, I'm done with volume two that is coming as well. (laughs) And, and volume two is exciting because there's also collaborations on it, which I purposely left into volume two And also it's sort of like if volume one is like where I am admitting the sort of brokenness, volume two is where I start to kind of put it back together and start to to piece it back together, which is not a perfect, pretty process. And I'm really excited about like visually what uh, what I've been working on for volume two, you know, but it's like, you know, it's 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 like a caterpillar kind of becoming a butterfly. It's not like, it's not, it's not just a beautiful process. Like if you've actually watched a caterpillar going into a cocoon and people like, it's (laughs) gross. And mostly going out of cocoon is like so gross. And they say, they say that if I'm so glad you've, you know, it's like, have you watched a caterpillar become a butterfly? And people are like, yeah, of course it's pretty. And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) Like actually watch it, like watch it because if you see a caterpillar coming out of cocoon, like into the butterfly stage, if you cut the cocoon before they themselves have like 
gotten out of that mess, they'll actually like, you'll actually stunt its growth. It won't be able to fly. It won't be able to walk. It will die, you know? And people are like, but I'm just helping it. And it's like, no, sometimes you have to go through the, the craziest, darkest night of the soul, you know, kind of moment. And you kind of have to go through it, unfortunately alone, but you're, but you're not alone because so many people are going through these crazy moments right now. And I feel like there was so much metamorphosis happening this year, but I do think it's important to acknowledge that it's not always like, it's definitely not always like a pretty beautiful process. It's sometimes a very real guttural, messy experience. Well, especially and if I, you're, you're broken, like that's not a pretty word to use, you know. And then it's when you've gotten put back together. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the Japanese process of kintsugi. I learned this from a Gabrielle Applin song a couple years ago. But basically, it's they like glue the porcelain back together, and it's got like a like a a special kind of glue that is a different color, so that it pops and it looks different, and it's this much more powerful, incredible thing. I don't know if you knew that that is actually the inspiration behind the meaning of the song Porcelain. I don't know if you like, because Kintsugi or Kintsugai, like, I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, but the process in which you repair a broken piece of, you know, pottery and and make something else out of it, they use this like gold glue. And actually in within the process, and again, sorry if I'm mispronouncing, Kintsugai, Kintsugi? I think it's Kintsugi. Anyway. Kintsugi in the within the process of Kintsugi you're actually making a new piece of art and in making it they actually value the new like healed piece of art more valuable than the original pre-broken piece and that's I love that as a as a as a metaphor for the human right like we start as this perfect porcelain piece you know but through life we break there's no one who doesn't break you know but the process in which we glue those pieces back together and we always have our scars and our broken bits but the the final piece the thing after the broken bits have been put back together that piece is regarded with much more value than the mm. original perfect piece. Mm. And I think that that's like, I get chills thinking about it because I, I, I get DMs all the time from people who are around the world in different you know, countries and, and scenarios going on in their life where they, they maybe have been told over and over again that like they are broken and that their pieces will never fit. And I think about all the times I've been told that my pieces won't fit by society, by industry, by, you know, just the world, you know, and then you think that like, it's actually the broken pieces that, that give you the most value, that give you the most like real heart, you know? And I think like, that's, those are the people that, those are the heroes to me, you know, coming out of 2020, it's like, I want to meet, I want to, and now broken has such a weird connotation, you know, but so when I say this, it's like, I want to meet the broken people, you know, I want to meet the people with the pieces sort of like overflowing, you know, because that's, those are the most interesting people. Those are the most colorful, beautiful, vibrant 
special people. And somewhere within that is a total Easter egg about volume two, which I'm really excited about that I just was able to drop that, but I'm not going to say what it was. Okay, so when when Meridian Volume 2 drops, we're going to play this back. Okay, <laughs> you'll find it. Clip. You'll find it. find it. Morgan, it's been so incredible to chat with you today. The EP is called Meridian Volume 1, and keep an eye out for Meridian Volume 2. Thank you so, so much for the chat today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Find the full playlist on the Joy website, joy.org.au forward slash the sound of now. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.